You're listening to Cinema Geekly Premium, premium podcast from premium people. Thanks for your support. Podcasters of Shield, a Cinema Geekly's Marvel podcast. It's Anthony Lewis along with Aurora Babalu. Aurora, how are you doing this week? I am doing great. Oh man, <laughs> I hope you were with me when I said that when I when I told you uh, when we were recording the Walking Dead podcast that these episodes, this is where the show really starts to take off this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, does I think I I I, I wasn't really feeling. I don't, I don't want to say that I wasn't feeling John Barenthal's Punisher in the first mm-hmm. couple of episodes because we weren't we didn't really get to know right. him know him right between these two episodes we got to know him yes and he is yes. awesome what a performance I think he deserves like I he deserves an award yeah nerd Oscars yeah. yes <laughs> he deserves like the Geekly we should start our own yes. award show oh my uh, God yes hand out the Geeklies every year. <laughs> Uh, we should definitely do that. I think award yes. season. We I may we may do that. that if somebody can remember to remind me. <laughs> next award season, we may do the Geeklies. I, yeah. I, I don't know, but that's not a bad idea. Uh, all right, so let's talk about. We're doing episodes three and four this week. Let's start by talking season two, episode three, called New York's Finest. Uh, so Matt is captured by the Punisher, and uh, they engage in a debate about their vigilante methods. Uh, and this whole time, uh, Matt is also trying to uh, escape. Foggy and Karen deal with the aftermath of the Reyes trap uh, mm-hmm. that left their client on the run, uh, with Foggy searching for Matt and Karen pursuing their missing client, Grotto. Uh, as the Punisher, who we now learned is named at least Frank, or at least mm-hmm. that's uh, presumably what his name is. Uh, he is preparing to intensify his attacks on local gangs, by which I mean he has a rooftop full of crazy weapons and spotlights and grenade launchers. Yeah. yeah. Intensify is a good word. Uh, Matt, en- <laughs> Matt engages in a series of heated arguments with him about the morality of their actions culminating in each questioning and reaffirming their own motives. The debate culminates in Frank strapping a gun with a single bullet to Matt's hand and offering Daredevil a choice. Kill him or kill Grotto, as Punisher, and apparently his off time, has gone out and found this dude and brought him back. Mm -hmm. And basically he pulls a gun out, puts it to Grotto's head and says, I'm going to kill him. Either I'm going to kill him or you're going to kill me. And it's on your head one way or the other. Uh, So Matt decides what he's going to do is not shoot either, but shoot the chain that was strapping him to this concrete pillar. Uh, He's done so as quickly 
as he can possibly do it, but it is not in enough time to save Grotto Mm -hmm. as uh, Punisher shoots him. Uh, Frank executes his next attack on the local gang, the the Dogs of Hell uh, biker club or whatever they're called. And the uh, he's he he's trying to to kill as many of these people as possible, but Daredevil keeps interrupting, stopping him. This gives the gang members enough time to get across the street to get into the building, and a fight ensues in the yeah. stairwell mm-hmm. uh, on his way down. Uh, Matt captures the Punisher in the midst of all of this, but he loses him when he is forced to fight off a swarm of attackers. What did you think of this episode? Um, I mean, I could spend a long time just talking about that fight scene. Gosh, it was great. It was very reminiscent of the, 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 the episode last season. I think it was episode two or three. Um, no, I think, I don't know if you agree with me. I, I really like that scene in the stairwell, but I don't feel like it was, it 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 didn't make me feel as that other scene in the season one. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it was as good. good. Yeah, it was good, right. but it wasn't as good as that it, scene. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, this is a great scene. But I it, that, that other scene made me feel, mm-hmm. you know, different (laughs) some people some people say you can only fall in love once Uh, like really fall in love and maybe maybe that's what happened here uh you didn't really fall in love with that uh with that fight scene uh Mm -hmm. i mean it was awesome it was not the same as the other one it was good um in a way it almost felt i i don't want to say negative because I don't want to say any, I, I feel like it, the show doesn't deserve negative things said about it, but it was almost like a, hey, remember that thing we did last season? We're doing it again, but this time yeah. it's even crazier because yeah. it's in a stairwell. It was still great, but it, it it also kind of felt like, you know, we're doing that thing again that you love. Yeah, and um, I think that uh, some of the reasons why I personally feel that way is because before that, you have this great, you know, kind of dance between daredevil and the punisher and one trying to justify the actions of you know punisher is trying to justify his actions and daredevil is trying to say no you're wrong Mm -hmm. um and one of the things daredevil says you know you have to let justice happen and you can't take justice in your hands but then in that scene he some of those guys died (laughs) yeah for sure oh absolutely (laughs) so i don't know it seemed to me like he was like being a little bit hypocritical of judging the Punisher when he then went on and did all that damage (laughs) in Mm -hmm. the stairwell. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The, uh, for me, the real, uh, the real winner of Mm -hmm. this episode is the, uh, the talk that uh, Frank and Matt have on the rooftop Mm -hmm. uh, where they're, he's, and the, and the thing about it is it I don't know maybe maybe this was just me but as they were as they were arguing I've seen plenty of like arguments on TV and movie shows before mm-hmm. and this felt just sloppy enough in in a couple of places like writing wise to where it felt like a real argument to me like yeah. uh this sounded like what it sounds like when Jen and I get angry at each other and we start <laughs> getting really loud and sometimes a little overly dramatic with how we mm-hmm. say things because mm-hmm. we're just pissed off. 
um, it felt like a real, it felt like a real argument to me and not like so much as a, I mean, look, I've gotten into like scripted arguments before too, where, um, it definitely kind of sounds like a scripted argument that nobody really argues this way. I've still gotten into it or accepted it or whatever, Mm -hmm. but, uh, this really felt, at least to me, it nailed like what real arguments kind of sound like sometimes. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I do think that in that scene, um, Mm -hmm. Bernthal outshined Charlie Cox. Like oh yeah, he, I agree. He overacted. Not it's not overacted, but he acted more in character. I feel like yeah, Charlie Cox. So in a way, it outshined him in the scene. Yeah, I yeah. like. Uh, I liked uh, when he ran into the uh, the the building, the tenant for the building, mm-hmm. uh, the super or whatever. Yeah, uh, and. <laughs> He's like, if you say anything, this dude's brains are going to be splattered everywhere. You got to keep quiet mm-hmm. or whatever. And uh, he talks him down. That was a very intense scene as well. He talked yeah. him. He talked him down or whatever. But uh, the 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 switch of uh, the flip of the yeah. switch that he did. Yeah, we see was... him only be dark and then to become so charming <laughs> immediately. Was really very quick. disturbing. Right. It was. Yeah. It was. It was almost like David Tennant. Uh, yes. Like, uh, when he played Kilgrave, mm-hmm. like how he could switch from insane to to charming, sweet guy. Um, yeah. may, he wasn't maybe as charming as David Tennant, but, uh, <laughs> you know, he was just a regular guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who, yeah, he was just a regular dude. Uh, kind of, kind of disturbing. But yeah, I, you really started to get a feel for, um, how he's going to play this guy. And they didn't really start delving too much into his story. They saved that for the next episode. Mm -hmm. Um, So before we start talking about that one, uh, what would you give uh, this here episode? I, um, well, before I give my score, I want to give uh, credit to Foggy as well, because in this episode, he, Mm -hmm. he, he's not a, a fighting superhero, but in my, my, my opinion he's like a superhero with words <laughs> yeah 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 i mean he's not a he's not a badass with with fists or whatever but right but you know there was a scene where two gang members get into a fight in a hospital and he you know calms them down just by talking mm-hmm. um and i like that scene a lot too so regarding my score i'm going to give it a four Okay, uh, I had four and a quarter for this bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was uh, very pleased. Uh, I couldn't wait to see what came next. And then we got what came next. Mm-hmm. And that was even better than this one. Uh, so let's talk season two, episode four of The Daredevil. It's called Penny and Dime. Um, we are introduced to Finn Cooley. He is a high-profile member of the Irish Mafia, one of his sons was killed, or his son. I, I don't say one of his sons. I think he only mentioned his son. I thought maybe he had said sons. Um, but uh, his son was killed by the Punisher in the Irish gang attack uh, that we saw uh, at the beginning of the season. And Is he that sent... guy the guy that plays Van Gogh in Doctor Who? Oh, my God. You know what it might be? I'd have to go get the... Uh, I I'd just have... thought of that because I, I'm thinking about... It looked a lot like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. when you said that, I was like, I, that guy seemed familiar to me throughout the whole episode, and mm-hmm. now I think that it oh might God. be that guy. If that's him, I may love him even more, because Vincent <laughs> the Doctor is like my favorite Doctor Who episode. Yes, 
Yes. I, I love it to death. Uh, and he was awesome in this. Uh, mm-hmm. He yeah. was pissed and he wanted this Punisher guy found and found now and he wanted to capture him and he wanted his money back. And uh, to illustrate how pissed he was, he didn't have any problems killing the guy who was in charge, who, who was currently in charge of what was left of the Irish mafia yep. by stabbing him in the eyeball. Mm-hmm. And then to illustrate his point further, he opened a casket and then dumped the body out. Yep. He was mad. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, he sends the remaining associates of uh, the Irish Mafia in search uh, of him and the money that he stole from the Mafia. Mm-hmm. Elsewhere, Karen learns from case files provided by uh, Reyes' subordinate, uh, Blake Tower, that, uh, by the way, which is not the name of a tower, apparently that's the dude's name, is <laughs> Blake Tower. Uh, weird. Um, that the Punisher's real name is Frank Castle. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, she locates a disgraced surgeon who points her to the castle household. Uh, that night, Frank is captured by the Irish and taken off to be brutally tortured by Cooley, who drills through his foot. <laughs> wow, what a dick. And that was so gross to watch, too. Like, it, I, yeah. I hurt. I hurt watching Yeah, that. you could feel his pain. Uh, and, and it's not like he wasn't asking for it. Because he was. <laughs> he was literally asking for it. He's like, what's taking so long? Get over here. Yeah. Yep. Um, uh, so let me see here. I, I lost my spot. Uh, captured by the drills. A hole in his foot. Okay, there we go. Uh, he eventually gives up the location of the money uh, when Cooley threatens to kill Castle's dog. What dicks these guys are. Oh my god, they're worst. Uh, but the case containing the money is armed with a detonated bomb that kills uh, pretty much everybody who went looking for the money. Mm-hmm. Cooley prepares to kill Castle, who uh, then escapes and kills Cooley and several henchmen. I know this is glossing over it, but he shoots him point blank in the face with yep. a shotgun. Yep. And it was gross. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quite gruesome. It was awesome at the same time. <laughs> so dark. Um, yeah, but it was great. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh at the same time, Matt, a.k.a. Daredevil, arrives at the site and assists the wounded castle in incapacitating Cooley's remaining henchmen, while also at the same time stopping Frank from killing any of them. He stopped mm-hmm. him when he had a gun. He stopped him when he found a hammer. Yep. They, they, <laughs> although they stopped doing that in just enough time to make it like not comical, because I think if he'd picked up a third thing and he stopped him, it would have then become funny. Uh, like everything he tries to pick up. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you ever seen that episode of The Simpsons where they get a bunch of puppies and Homer's <laughs> trying to Homer's trying to eat chips and a, every every time he tries to take a bite, a dog comes up and takes yes. a chip out of his mouth. It came close to that moment where, yeah. like, whatever he picks up to kill somebody with, like, bing, it gets knocked yep. out of his hand. Yep. Um, luckily, that didn't happen here. Uh, Daredevil carries. Uh, weekly carries him to a nearby cemetery. There, maybe my favorite scene in all of Daredevil happens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Castle tells Matt about his story and his family, and he reveals that they were murdered by the mafia. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells the story about coming home from the war and uh, surprising his daughter at her school mm-hmm. and how the teacher wanted to was trying to film it for YouTube or something, but her hands were so shaky because she was crying and 
everyone else in the classroom was crying and he was crying and uh you know but he thinks of his daughter as somebody who holds him up mm-hmm. she was holding him up she wasn't hugging him she was holding him up and that's what she keeps doing and that's why uh he says this penny and dime thing because it was from her favorite book and he yeah. tells this story about how um you know he just wants to read her that story over and over and over again and it's a it's a story about regret that any any parent or anybody who's lost anybody yeah, can relate yeah. to of like you know daddy will you read me the story no i'm too tired and that mm-hmm. might be the last chance you get to do it and you know and it doesn't even have to relate to being uh with a child it could be uh, yeah, any any loved one any loved one that you you know i don't want to spend time with grandma and grandpa this weekend that mm-hmm. might be the last chance you get you never know that right. sort of thing um that's why that scene at the end of field of dreams always works with me when he wants to play <laughs> a catch with his dead dad ghost and uh that always gets to me every time because you know what wouldn't you give to get a chance to do the one thing you know one last time you know you've yeah. lost that chance it's gone now yeah. um and uh he, uh, it's an awesome scene. It's great. He's barely like holding himself together while trying to tell him this story. It's yeah. amazing. The oh, best part, the, the best part to me is Daredevil just sits down in the grass. Like he's sitting under the learning tree. He's just listening to him tell this story. It's yeah. incredible. I loved it so much. Yeah. Uh, the police arrive to apprehend castle. The, in moments before he does this, he tells him, he's like, I think I'm done red. He's mm-hmm. like, I, I think it's over. Like he's. Uh, giving himself up. And uh, Daredevil tells Sergeant Mahoney to take all the credit for this to help reinforce the city's hope in the police force. Uh, Matt Foggy and Karen celebrate at the bar, and Matt and Karen share a kiss in the rain Mm -hmm. before parting ways. Uh, There's like an awesome scene where he takes a minute to notice a single drop of rain yeah. To fall down and like hit her arm and roll down. It's actually mm-hmm. pretty beautiful. It's a pretty great scene. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when Matt, however, when Matt returns home, he is surprised by the appearance of an old friend. It's Electra, y'all. <laughs> and uh, that's where they leave us for the next episode. So, what did you think of Penny and Dime? Um, well, I, I'm always upset every time they use a dog. <laughs> yeah, such dicks, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I know they were the, gonna. I know they were gonna do it, but you know, is this things? the first time that ever in the history of TV shows that a dog has been threatened with torture? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he wasn't like we're gonna kill the dog. He's like we're gonna do everything we did to you, but we're gonna do it to the dog. Right. I'm like you're gonna drill the dog's paw, yes, you fucking that's the monsters. Worst. Yeah. That's what awful. Assholes. Yeah. <laughs> so the first thing I, I wrote in my notes was do not kill the dog. Do not <laughs> kill the dog. <laughs> God, that'd be him. That, that would, in fact, be the worst. Yes. And the second thing I wrote in my notes was this flirting between Karen and Matt needs to either happen, like it, it needs, they need to do something, or stop because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it was, it's obvious that they like each other and they kept, you know, just ignoring it. They yeah. just needed to go for it. So, um, I think so yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, um, but you know, but I think he's more aware of how he, how she feels than she might even be aware of how she feels. So maybe they're going to go a little slow at first. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think that's gonna. It's there's there have to go slow because now Electra is in the picture. Yeah, I, clearly they're gonna <laughs> clearly they're gonna love triangle it maybe a little yeah. bit, but I think we all know that Electra is probably not gonna be good for Daredevil in the long run. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, it's a superhero thing that everybody ends up with. You fall in love with a girl, but that means if anyone ever finds out who you are, that person yeah. is in danger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a fine line to walk. But yeah. uh, what are you yeah. going to do? But, you know, we've learned in this show that Karen is a badass. She is. She yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, you know, again. Castle's house. So. Oh, my God. Yeah. I completely. <laughs> we kind of brushed over that a little bit. She So she goes to the castle household, which I thought was like, oh, my God, there's going to be people there. Like, he hasn't been home in years or whatever. I completely forgot that his family is killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was so into the show that I'm like, she's going to get busted. She's going to step on a toy or something and kids are going to come downstairs. Mommy. But I forgot his his family was dead. Like I was just that wrapped up into the show. And I know the backstory a little bit beyond the character. And even I just completely forgot because I'm like, mm-hmm. tell me a story, Marvel. Tell me what's going to happen. Uh, but I, uh, I got caught up in it. Uh, but I love that too. I love that scene where she's kind of uh, going around and there's all these pictures on the wall and there's these mm-hmm. clearly these flowers or whatever it's like sympathy flowers that had long since wilted away or whatever yeah um yeah. and uh, she sees the the little girl's book that's um you know sitting out on the on her table and everything and holy moly mm-hmm. uh, i mean that was that was like an intense scene because you're like what's going on is she gonna get busted uh you know she clearly trips a silent alarm or whatever um, right, yeah. But that was really kind of the setup for Frank telling Matt his story mm-hmm. and where it all ended up. And then you start connecting those dots. Man, that was just, you know, for a show that's so great at delivering uh, really awesome fight choreography and action, mm-hmm. that was just a really great two dudes like sitting there yeah. just talking to one another. Yes. John Barenthal was great. Yeah, he's he was really good. Such an amazing actor. Yeah, I don't think he really got to even stretch his wings that much in Walking Dead, really. Like, he, he had moments, but I don't he really... He had th- moments, but yeah. he's still one of the most memorable, memorable characters in The Walking Dead. Oh, so, sure, sure. Know, he left an impression. <laughs> oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. um, you know, and I think that's why he works really well in this show as well. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, I loved this episode. Uh, is there, if there's nothing more to add, uh, let's... Whip out the geeky glasses on this one. Uh, what would you give Penny and Dime? Well, like, can I say something? First? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so in the previous episode, after that whole stairwell fight scene, he stands up at the bottom of the stairs and there's a red light above him. And he it looks great. It looks amazing. But then in this episode, it happened again. Mm-hmm. Do you notice? Yes. <laughs> so i was like is he like does he know like every spot in hell's kitchen that has a red light so that he knows he has to stay under it that's right i don't know uh i think he's got that sort of thing mapped out maybe maybe he carries a light bulb like a red light (laughs) just (laughs) yeah well he's got to blend in it's part um part of his part of his get up yeah i guess yeah so I will give this episode a 4.5. I think mm. it was a very solid episode. Uh, I was I was sitting on four and a half, and then I gave it four and three quarters after this okay. 
after the scene that just that scene worked so well for me the graveyard scene mm-hmm. was was so awesome and after he was done he's just like i think i'm done all of that yeah. stuff was just uh great and the show doesn't doesn't rest at all it's like just when you think this punisher thing might be wrapped up a little bit and obviously it's not um it's going to continue on he's not off the show now um but his his character is going in a slightly different direction and mm-hmm. just when you think things are slowing down a little bit, Elektra shows up, and now things are going to go in a different direction. I have a feeling, based off of the imagery that Netflix keeps showing me, that these three people will end up together at some point, yeah, and yeah. things will happen. Uh, hopefully, the results will be better than the three people who teamed up in this Batman movie that recently <laughs> happened. Uh, I like. I'm liking this. I'm liking this threesome a little bit better. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, so the loud vacuum noise in the background is our key to get going. Because <laughs> uh, I'm sure that's picking up like crazy on this ridiculous <laughs> server of ours. Uh, so uh, we're going to come back next week talking more season two of Daredevil. Uh, it's going to be season two, episode five called Kinbaku and episode six called Regrets Only. Regrets Only.